In this episode, we're talking about the skills that you have to master in order to become successful in the stock market. You ready to learn what they are? Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Brown Report Stock Market Report, where it's all about power charts, power trades, power profits. And now your host, stock market trader and coach, Jason Brown. Hey, power stock trader. Welcome to another episode of the Brown Report. So last week, if you didn't check out the episode, make sure you check it out. It was all about who you have to become. It was all about you. Who do you have to become to be successful in this industry of stock trading? So if you missed that episode, make sure you go and check that one out because it's important that you don't just learn the tactics of what it takes. Although that's what this episode is about. What does it take to become successful in the stock market? Where We're going to talk about some tactical skills you need to master, but definitely go back, check out the previous episode where we talked about who you have to become because that's very important and going to be key to your success. Now let's dive into what it takes to become a successful stock market trader from a, a skill set standpoint. And one of the things that you have to be able to do in this industry. You're probably going to hate to hear this. And that is math, right? <laughs> math is key in this industry. If you hated math in school, it's time to get over it. Most of the time when you thought Mrs. Chang, at least that's my math teacher's name from Osborne High School here in Detroit, Michigan. If you thought Mrs. Chang was teaching you a bunch of nothing that you would never use someday, well, that day is here. In the stock market, you're gonna use all that stuff that you thought was senseless and you didn't know why you were learning it. So with respect to the stock market, you need to understand some basic math. You got to have some math skills because you'll be using addition, subtraction, multiplication and division pretty much in everything that you do with regards to investing or trading in the stock market. And when you think about money, there's nothing really related to the word money that doesn't have to do with math. There's really nothing with money that doesn't have some math involved with it. So even if that means carrying a calculator everywhere you go, which is normally on your cell phone now these days, you have to get behind the concept of doing some basic math. Think about it. You're going to be looking at you're going to be thinking about like, how many shares should you buy? How much money do I have? How many shares can that buy me? Should I buy the option? Which option should I buy? If you're a stock options trader like myself, all of those things are going to come with, you know, some numbers. If the stock moves $3, how much does the option move? Which I teach in my options explain course. This is a very calculated industry and all your moves should be calculated. And to do that, you're going to need to understand math, baby. So get over it. If you didn't like math, it's going to become your new best friend. And the good thing about it is nobody cares if you cheat and use a calculator, right? So don't worry about trying to do everything in your head, but you will have to get behind the whole math concept if you're going to master this industry. The next thing you're going to need to learn is 
you're going to have to have an understanding of probability and statistics. Now, this one is my favorite in college and even in high school. I really love probability statistics. In fact, I was in a, I don't know if every school had this, but at our school, we had a game called Academic Games, and that game was all about numbers and probability and statistics, which is really interesting because I never, you know, I never really you know, thought like, wow, to this day, that game would have helped me when it comes to stock trading. But when you think about it, the stock market is all about probability and statistics if you're going to be a trader and not a gambler. This is where you go from gambling to a stock, you know, from a gambling stock picker to a confident, confident stock trader with a strategy and a plan. Let's look at the definition of probability. This one is my favorite. This is where you go from a gambling stock picker to a confident trader. You have to get behind probability and statistics. When I was in high school, this was my favorite subject and even in college. But I remember when I was in high school, I was in a class called Academic Games. And I don't know if they had this game in your school, but I believe we we, we went in tur on tournaments and played other schools in Metro Detroit. And I believe it might have been a statewide tournament. I'm not sure. So that means other schools and other other states might have had this, but it was all about math and numbers and probability and statistics the entire game. And I never thought that that game to this day would help me with how I think about the stock market. So it's really fascinating because as you as you learn the way that I teach, I teach you to take highly probable trades based on statistics that we find from looking at the charts. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's look at the definition of probability. So the definition of probability is it is a strong likelihood or possibility that an event will occur. So that's the definition of probability. Let me read that again. It is a strong likelihood or possibility that an event will occur. That's the key word. A strong likelihood that an event, that event will occur in the stock market. That event is if the stock is going to go up, if it's going to go down. OK, now let's look at the definition of statistics. It is the science that deals with the collection, classification, analysis and interpretation of numerical facts. I love that word right there. Numerical facts. Well, that's two words, but you get what I'm saying. Numerical facts and data by use of mathematical theories of probabilities. Now, some of you are like, whoa, what is he talking about? Let's let's read that one more time, because that, that just gets me going. The definition of statistics its the science. There is a science and an art to this industry. I'm telling you, it is the science that deals with the collection, classification, analysis and interpretation of numerical facts and data by the use of mathematical theories of probabilities. Woo! I like that. So statistics is especially useful in drawing general conclusions about a set of data from a sample of the data. 
When you think about the stock market, that's what we're doing. We're collecting statistics, we're collecting data, and we're putting it together and we're analyzing and interpreting stock charts and price points and patterns. And we're saying, hey, what can we conclude from this statistics, from this data? What conclusions can we draw from this sample data that we have with price action and the, and the graph that we see in the chart? It's, it's really quite fascinating. And when you put probability and statistics together in the stock market, what we do every day is go out into the marketplace and we look for trades that have a probability or a likelihood of doing what we expect it to do in a given time frame, given some sample data, which is again is normally the price action and the data derived from the candlestick chart. So that's why I preach and teach understanding the charts, knowing what a candlestick is, where the stock open, where it close, what patterns show up in that chart, because we can take that data, analyze it, interpret it, and we can with a level of confidence predict the probability that a stock is gonna move up or down and when you when you look at it like that when you look at it like that with that science that data that math behind you how can you say it's gambling it's not it's probability and statistics it always bother me when someone says oh you're a stock trader oh that, that's just like gambling right no no it's not just like gambling i'm not rolling the dice and praying something happens but if you know anything about dice since we're speaking about it do you know which numbers show up the most in any dice game you know which number has the most probability of you rolling it's actually six and the number eight if you actually you know let's talk about this for a second why is that why is that probability high that you'll roll a six and the eight if you're at the at, at a las vegas crap table or detroit crap table right the the six and the eight can come the most ways think about it. a six can come five one four two three three same thing with the eight the eight can come six two it could come four, four, it can come five, three. So those are, those two numbers take up the majority of the probability of numbers you can roll on a dice. And so if that's why most, if you're, if you know about the serious crap uh, table gamblers, you know that they normally always bet on the six and the eight because it has a higher probability of those numbers rolling because of how many ways, different combinations that the number can roll. So I know that might've been a little bit more than you bargained for, but you have to understand there's gambling and then there's probability and statistics in gambling that you'll be right when that dice comes out and roll. I bet some of you never thought about it like that. You're going to look at the dice game a little bit different after hearing that it's the same thing with the stock market. There's probability and statistics that show up on certain patterns that we can be confident what's going to happen next. And that leads me into my, my next my next thought or my next point is one of the skills you're going to have to pick up is the ability to read charts and spot trends. So this is the one that I teach in my course, Foundations of Stock Market 
at trading. You need to learn how to read stock charts and spot trends, and then you can put those probability and statistics behind it. There are certain trends that show up in a stock chart that would allow you to predict with a certain level of accuracy. And that's a that's a key phrase there. I'm not saying 100 percent of the time. I'm not saying uh, when you get two blinking arrows and one's green, one yellow, that means buy. And I'm saying that there is uh, patterns that will show up that will allow you to predict here it is with a certain level of accuracy where the stock is going and how long it'll take to get there. Once you master this one, then it's easy to apply the probability and statistics and feel confident about the trade that you place. Just like the dice, even though a six and an eight are the most highly probable numbers that you can roll, it doesn't mean you're not gonna roll a seven and crap out. It's the same thing with the stock market. There are patterns that show up often that predict what the stock is gonna do. It doesn't mean that it'll do 100% of the time and maybe, well, let me put it this way. One or two times, it's not gonna do that, but more often than not, it's gonna roll that six or eight, or in this case, it's gonna do what you think it's gonna do once you learn how to read those charts and spot those trends. The next one is, you have to learn how to calculate risk versus reward ratios. Do you know what what risk you're taking and for what, what you're planning to gain? Like, why are you entering this trade? I see this one often when I talk to traders and they say, I went in this trade and I lost, you know, X amount of dollars. And when we when we do the risk reward analysis, I say, you know, how much were you looking to make? And sometimes they're like, well, I don't know. I was hoping to make five thousand dollars. And then I look at it and I say, well, there's no way you would have made five thousand because the, the stock is going to hit resistance, meaning a point where people sell it. Is going to hit resistance at about $2,000 profit. So if you didn't ca- properly calculate where that stock can go and how much profit you can make, you could you would be able to see that going to $5,000 was almost impossible based on the chart, but you didn't calculate your reward ratio. So now we switch over and I say, well, how much did you risk? Well, I was hoping to make 5,000. I put 10,000 at risk. Well, you put 10,000 at risk to only make 5,000. I like to put 10,000 at risk to make 20,000, 30,000. Does that make sense? Like I like to risk my money for a 2x, 3x multiple. I want it to come back two or three times, not half the time. Like I don't want to put 10,000 up to make 50% of it. I want to put 10,000 up to possibly make 100, 200%. So you need to be able to calculate risk reward ratios. And notice I didn't say when I talked about, you know, how much are you planning to gain from it? Notice I didn't say, what are you hoping to gain from it? We don't, we don't do hope in this industry. If you've mastered reading charts and applying probability and statistics, you should have a solid plan for your trade with the well-defined risk reward ratio. You should never hope you make a certain dollar amount. You should never think you're going to make a certain dollar amount. You should be able to say, based on the chart, here's where the stock should go. Here's where I'm planning 
on it to go. And if it goes there, this is what the dollar amount will be that I make. If it does not go to that point, here is how much I will lose. And here's the key. I am okay with losing that money. You should know exactly what you stand to lose in comparison to what you plan to gain. And you have to be okay with that level of risk. You have to make sure you're able to trade another day and that, you know, hey, I put 2000 at risk to possibly make 10,000. That's a risk reward ratio I can live with. But you also have to make sure you can live with losing that two thousand dollars. If not, maybe you take a thousand off the table and you say, well, now because I can only play a thousand. I'm only going to make possibly 5,000 because I can't put double the money behind it. So that has to be okay because you're only willing to risk $1,000. You have to be able to live with that risk. You can't just say, well, I'm going to put 2,000 in. And if it's right, I make 10,000. Yeah. But did you ask yourself what happens if it goes wrong? Will you live to trade another day? Will you be OK losing the full two thousand or will you only be able to trade again if you put half of it at risk and only put a thousand up? So you got to understand you have to be able to calculate risk versus reward ratios. And that goes back to the math piece. This whole game is full of math. OK, last but not least. This one's important. You need to have a game plan for every trade. I always say plan your trade and trade your plan, right? So what is having a well-defined game plan for your trade? Well, let's talk about some of the components. You should be able to define where support and resistance is. I talk about this all the time, and this may be a reminder for some of you, but it's part of your game plan. You should be able to define where support. That's where people buy stock. That's where traders come in and they like it. They like that price. And then you should be able to define resistance. That's normally where you're going to sell it at. It's normally where traders think a stock is overvalued. That's normally where they look at the chart and there's a pattern of it selling off around a certain area. So part of your game plan should be defining where support and where resistance is at. The second part of your game plan should be determining your entry and exit price. So now that you know where support and resistance is, what price are you willing to get in at? And more importantly, what price are you looking to exit at? Which leads me to the next one, determining your entry and exit strategy. So it's okay to know here's where I'm going to get in at. This is a $30 stock. I'm going to get in at 29 or 26 and I'm going to ride it up to 30. Once it hits 30, I'm going to get out. It's okay to know that entry and exit. I'm getting in at 26. If it pulls back, I'm getting out at 30. But you also have to determine your entry and exit strategy. Now, you may be thinking, Jason Brown, how is how is your exit entry and exit strategy different from determining your entry and exit price? Well, your strategy is different because just because you know your entry and exit price doesn't mean the stock is sitting right there right now. For example, we just said if the stock is a $30 stock, you're willing to get in at it at 26. Well, your strategy might be when the stock sells off to 28, I'm going to buy half my shares. And then when it hits 26, I'm going to buy the other half. So if you plan to buy 10 shares, for example, you're going to buy half, five of them at 28, 
and you're going to buy the other five if the stock sells off to 26 for a total of 10 shares. That might be part of your strategy. Your strategy may be once it gets near 26, I'm going to buy an option. Maybe you're going to buy an option, but are you going to buy a call? Are you going to do um, a bull call spread? There's, there's, there's different things. Are you going to be do a bull put spread? Now, I know those are some advanced terms I'm using, but the point is, what is your entry strategy? And then what is your exit strategy? How do you plan to unwind the trade? And then you also want to determine, which we talked about earlier, your risk reward reward ratio, if I can say it right, your risk reward ratio. How much are you willing to put up? How much do you stand to make? How much do you stand to lose? This should all be part of your game plan. And then this one is very important. And I don't think enough people do this. When you'll hear me talk about this in our coaching sessions, I talk about determining your I'm wrong level. Listen, nobody is right 100% of the time, but it's important to know when are you wrong? When this trade Let's, you know, when this trade falls to a certain point, I was wrong about it. I was wrong about it going to the moon. I was wrong about making a million dollars on it. What's your I'm wrong level? I talk about this often. At what point does a stock need to fall to for you to say, I was wrong about the stock continuing to go up or whatever the case may be? What is your I'm wrong level. So again, define your where support and resistance is at should be part of your plan. Determining your entry and exit price should be part of your plan. And then determining your entry and exit strategy. What's the strategy for getting in, getting out? What's the risk reward ratio calculation? And are you okay with what you are planning to make? And are you okay with what you could possibly lose? And then determining your um wrong level. That's a big one right there. Determining when you're wrong and how to unwind that trade. So these are some of the things that it takes to become a successful stock trader. When you mix this with who you have to become and then the skills that it takes, you start to get a well-rounded picture of, okay, this is who I need to be as a person. I need to be committed. I need to know my why, which we talked about in the last episode. Go check that one out. And then you come over here to this episode and now now I'm giving you, you know, what you need to be able to master math, understand probability and statistics, be able to read charts and spot trends, calculate risk versus reward ratios and have a game plan. And when you have a game plan, trade your plan and plan your trades or plan your trades and trade your plan. You could reverse it. You could flip it upside down. The bottom line is you need to know when you're getting in, when you're getting out and stick to it. All right. So I gave you a lot of tactics. I'd love to hear from you. If you listen to this on iTunes, I'd love for you to leave a review and let me know what you like about uh, this episode. Did you really get some tangible things out of it? Which one are you going to be working on next? Which one are you trying to master? Uh, if you don't leave a review on iTunes or you're listening on Stitcher Radio, swing by my Facebook page, thebrownreport.com. I love to hear from you on which one of these you're going to work on mastering next. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brown Report Stock Market Report. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. For more power stock trading tips, tutorials, and training, visit www.thebrownreport.com. 